Howdy, folks, and welcome to the Kentuckian Podcast. Enjoy. Howdy, y'all. I'm glad to welcome you to the 20th episode of the Kentuckian. I want to take some time this episode to look at what we've done and, and what we're going to do from here. I've been doing this now for about half a year, basically six months of the Kentucky, and it, it doesn't seem that long. It really doesn't. It's flown by. And I want to take a few moments to thank you as my listeners. It's cliche, but I wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for you all. I think personally, I made a lot of progress in improving my podcast, doing things better, uh, even the stuff like adding intros and outros and that sort of thing. And I hope that you've noticed that as well, if you've already been with me for a while. I have some exciting things to announce in connection with the Kentuckian podcast, but we'll get to that a little bit later. We've talked about a huge variety of subjects through our months here with the Kentuckian. We've talked about the war between the states, the importance of history, the moral superiority complex that so many people have today in America. We've talked about issues with socialism and communism. We've talked about entertainment as the American opiate, the nature of the Second Amendment to the Constitution, and so, so many other topics. And we'll be considering even more different subjects to come. I have, I have a big, long list of subjects I want to cover. I hope to get feedback as well if there's things that you all would like me to cover. But if you've listened to, to several of my episodes, if you've been with me for a while, you've probably started to notice a bit of a pattern. We talk about issues. We talk about what causes these issues, how to address them. But this pattern is that there are core issues core issues that cause many of the problems that we're dealing with today and that we need to understand those core issues to be able to effectively address what are in effect symptoms. And I've tried to address that in the Kentucky and it's like a disease, right? There, there's something causing the disease. Maybe you need an antibiotic or something like that to address it, to kill it, right? Maybe it's a, a, a viral infection or bacterial, you know, whatever, right? And, and you may need specific medicine to, to actually attack what is causing the disease but often when you're sick, you're trying to recover, you'll take ibuprofen or NyQuil or Tylenol or different medicines like that to address the symptoms. Deal with headache and congestion and runny nose and all this different stuff and allow you to hopefully recover from it. Um, but, but it is not the reason that you're feeling those symptoms, right? There's a, an underlying problem. And I, I'm not saying that it's not important to address these symptoms. Oftentimes it is. But if we ignore the core issue, if we ignore why we're really sick, we may have a difficult time recovering. Obviously, that's not every disease, but there are diseases that are definitely like that, that left unaddressed, the, the core issue, the, the, the real reason for the disease can be deadly at times. In the broader world we live in, we as humans have to address core issues to affect real change. The reason for this is humans make decisions based off of their motivations, their why. If that why, that worldview that they decide things from is corrupt, the decisions that they make, even in some cases, decisions made that are, are good or are made with good intentions are still tainted by that corruption, by the messed up worldview, right? By the wrong way of looking at things, if you want to think of it that way. If the worldview is good, even the bad decisions that we still make because we make mistakes as humans become an opportunity for the individual to grow and to help others avoid the same mistake. 
That's why these core issues are so important, because they really decide whether actions we take will be effective or not. Just look at history, the study of history. Many people today study history looking to judge people from hundreds of years ago that are already dead. They want to dig up old issues that died oftentimes with their originators. They're digging up bones, so to speak. And it really just causes problems. But if you study history as an opportunity to learn from our fellow man, not as an opportunity to judge, but an opportunity to learn, to learn new perspectives, to learn from old mistakes, the study becomes productive at that point. It helps equip entire civilizations with the tools they need to be successful. The United States, the colonies that eventually became the United States, if they had not had a proper understanding of history, they would have never gotten to the point that they did of fighting Great Britain and, and winning their independence. Both ways of looking at history may at times address issues today that stem from some long rivalry or a wrong done by one people to another, but one view only divides and gives cause for oppression. There's vindictiveness, right? There's judgmentalness instead of an opportunity to learn and understand, while the other one unites us and makes us conscious of our ability to make the same mistakes and hopefully to avoid them. I've said this in one of my one or two of my episodes. History is in many ways a study of people, and we can study it in a, in a way that's productive and helpful even when we study the bad things, or we can study it in a way that makes everything bad and causes problems at every level, right? I mean, look, you get to the reason why they want to tear down statues and everything else. So hopefully that sort of addresses what I'm trying to get at, why these core issues are so important and why it's important that that worldview is where it needs to be, because that's what decides how people act, right? The, what we consider important, what our values are, decides how we're going to act. That's the way we see the world and the way we make decisions. So what are some of these core issues? What are some of the things that we really need to remember as we think about how to make a difference in our country and in the world? And, and just so you know, this, this, I wanted to still address some things this episode, um, but I do have some things to announce about the podcast as well. This is a special episode, um, but I, it, because of that, I wanted to sort of, I guess, sum up a lot of what we've talked about and hopefully motivate you as well. So as we think about these core issues, we, we, we need to remember that these core issues, addressing these core issues, understanding these core issues are the way that we're going to really make a difference in our country and in the world. And first things first, I'm going to talk about four different areas briefly. First things first, we need to follow God. We need faith. Some people don't like this. But it is vitally important. There are many reasons for this. We've talked about some reasons why faith and a belief in God is so important, an act of belief in God, and not just saying that you do, but actually showing that you do through your actions. And we will talk about others as well, why this is so important, why this has such a pivotal role in world history and in maintaining freedom. But perhaps the simplest practical reasons, and again, I think we've talked about both of these before, are that history has shown us that this is the way to go. Just look at the way cultures have behaved and the connection with uh, moral degradation leading to the destruction of that culture and eventually the country itself. Rome is a perfect example, although they were pagan, um, but I don't want to get too far off track there. I think I have mentioned them before. Uh, 
but history shows us that it, it shows that that is the way that has always turned out well. And whenever that goes downhill, whenever the moral um, standard goes downhill, everything else goes downhill. But also, simply put, we control ourselves if we have faith, if we have religion. Bit of an older way of thinking, and he got religion. Hopefully, we get religion. We can form our will to a higher purpose or try to. It's a lifelong process. I think we all understand that. But the things, to put it another way, the things that matter to us, the things that affect our decision making, right? That worldview are no longer just me and what makes me feel good. It's something more, it's something greater, it's something better. Instead of looking at yourself, you look outside of yourself. That's that's really the the one of the practical reasons why this has such an effect on the ways civilizations are able to form or or be destroyed. And this is the most important one for many reasons. Again, we'll, we'll talk. We have talked about some. We'll talk about others. But it really ties any other issue, any other core issue we might talk about together. It gives people the motivation and worldview needed to actually believe in something, to actually accomplish anything other than fulfilling the, the carnal desires of the flesh. Second, we have to actually believe that we can make a difference. We've talked about this before. I had an entire episode addressing these sort of things. But I do want to remind you, history has many examples of this happening. But... If we don't know history, it doesn't matter. That's my first episode was why history was so important, why it's so important for us to at least have an understanding, if not hopefully enjoy, if it's taught right, if we learn it right. But that's why they don't want you to know about history. They don't want you to know that you have power. They don't want us to know that we have power as a people, as individuals working towards a higher purpose. And we'll kind of address that in a little bit, a little more as the fourth point. But third, we need to be educated. Now, this doesn't mean go to school. <laughs> Unfortunately, with the school systems today, it often means quite the opposite. It means that we've really learned how to think, right? We've learned the ability to decide things for ourselves, a process to make rational decisions, rational thinking, and, and, and objectivity, quite frankly, as a scientific thinking as well. It teaches us what to think and why we should think it. Again, it's not, oh, here's what I should think. It's not we read that from a book or we hear it from a teacher. It's this is what we should think because we've developed a system for judging the values of, of philosophies, of topics, of, of courses of action, of avoiding courses of action in many cases. So we know how to find it. We know what we should have found because there is truth. We found the truth in essence. And we know why we should think it because we have that rational process for thinking. We have those values that we can weigh the merit of ideas on or with. That gets into the importance of knowing history. Uh, but on a deeper level, it's knowing why certain things work and others don't. Why, why a decision for the way a country should go or the kind of decision a family should make or an individual should make for their future, why certain things will work and certain things won't. And, of course, there is a bit of a spectrum and, and there is some variability. But, you know, you talk about 
understanding the philosophy behind free government, behind self-government, behind self-determination, natural rights. You know, we should read men like Locke and, and Paine, understand the reasoning of the founding fathers and those that influenced them. We should understand socialism and communism and why it fails, we've talked about. Understand why totalitarianism is unnatural, and even if the despot is good, even if the tyrant is good, as rarely happens, it can only rarely work, and only then for a short time. We need to understand why that is, why people are not built to function under totalitarianism, why people are built to function as individuals in a larger society. We need to understand why people make the decisions they do and how that can be changed. People are both unpredictable and predictable, right? We need to understand the nature of, of humans. We should learn each other. We need to understand how to read these men that we've talked about, how to read a book, how to read history, to read it all. We need to understand reading, not in the sense of understanding the words, but learning from it, learning to deal with bias we may have, understanding historical context. All these different things that, quite frankly, have been left out of reading for a very specific reason. We need to learn to do that. We need to learn how to keep perspective in a wildly prosperous country that is, in effect, in its own bubble of warped reality compared to the rest of the world. And yes, I'm talking about the United States. We need to learn. What I mean by that is we can't forget that quite frankly, we live in something of a vacuum. The reality we have in the United States is not like the rest of the world. And quite frankly, we can lose it very easily. We need to be ready for that. But that's another issue for another time. And on and on, there's so many topics we could talk about. But to sum it up, we shouldn't just believe something. We should know why we believe it. We must learn to be rational, to think. I don't think I've talked about this much yet, but I, I do have it planned. I want to talk about scientific thought. We've been convinced today that basically I can't understand science. Well, I'm not a scientist. I didn't go to school for it. But actually understanding scientific thought is in many ways just rational thought. And we'll get into that eventually. But it's kind of, it's a logical, it's based off of a logical fallacy called appeal to authority, right? Where, oh, somebody who knows better than me said it, so it must be true instead of thinking and being logical for ourselves. So that's a logical fallacy because the whole principle of logic is that anyone can be logical. That just because I'm not an expert in a certain field, it doesn't delegitimize my opinion if I'm being logical and looking at it in a, in a uh, rational way. But we're not taught that anymore. We're taught quite the opposite. We're just about browbeaten into be believing what a scientist says, right, or a doctor or whatever, unless, of course, it doesn't agree with the current political opinion. But in that case, they just silence those that would dare question the others in positions of quote-unquote authority. Seeing that with, with COVID and all that, a lot, unfortunately. And fourth, we have to keep all these core issues in mind. We have to... We have to make sure that we have our priorities straight, right? We have to make sure that we have God in our lives, that we have that higher purpose based off of eternal truth. We have to believe that we can make a difference, right? We have to actually believe that, knowing history, realizing 
that that is how difference is made in the world. And we need to be educated. We need to learn how to think, how to determine things for ourselves, how to be rational, how to be logical, how to be objective, how to think scientifically, why we believe what we believe and have a, a process for figuring that out. But fourth, we have to do something. As you might have noticed, many of the areas that we've touched on in the previous point have been touched on already in this podcast. We'll continue to touch more of them and examine in, uh, many of these in more detail as well. But learning about these things, just learning about these things, listening to me on the Kentuckian and, and shaking your head, yeah, man, he's got a point and so on, does nothing if we don't do something with it. We can shake our head. We can go to church, and we can we can say amen to the preacher and, and, and honestly believe that, yeah, he's right. We can listen to somebody. We can listen to the Kentucky, and we can listen to, to Ben Shapiro or take your pick, and, and we can say, yeah, man, he's right. He's got a point. He's dead on. But if we don't do something about it, if we don't actually execute anything, we're not we're wasting it. Truth is useless to us if we do not execute its implications in our lives. We can believe that the truth is the truth, but if we don't do anything with it, it's pointless. We have to determine to get out there and do what we can. We have to believe we can make that difference, but we can't just believe we can make the difference. We have to actually Push forward and make that difference. I've seen a clip from a movie called Network. Uh, I believe was the name of it. I don't know much about it. Uh, I think it's from the 60s or 70s. It's been an older movie. Like I said, don't know much about the movie. I've just seen this clip. Uh, and the man in this clip was on YouTube, I think. Uh, he was a newscaster, it seemed like. He gave an impassioned speech in which he wanted people to get mad. And he explained that a little bit. No, don't sit as the news told them about another however many shot dead in the streets that day and say, well, that's the way things are. No, get mad. Say that's unacceptable. Get mad and do something about it. We as humans, and particularly as free men, cannot afford to get lazy, to be content with how things are. Well, that's just the way things are. Oh, there's riots in the streets in every major city across the country. Well, that's just the way things are today. No, get mad. Do something about it. Don't let that be acceptable. That's what's gotten us into the mess that we're in today. Generations of people that maybe not lazy in, in, in every area have let the ball slide in certain areas, in the important areas, because the people that are on the other side have not been stupid for the last several decades. They've infected the schools first. They've infected the way we look at religion or the way we look at science. They, they know what they're doing, and we've let them do it. We've let them walk roughshod all over us. Do what you can. Doesn't matter what age you are. Doesn't matter if you're 13 or if you're 78. Your age does not make a difference when it comes to doing what you can. Talk to somebody about, about important issues today. Side note on that, you know, we've always said, well, you know, don't talk about politics and religion. Well, all that's done is made it so that nobody cares to talk about politics and religion and somebody else is deciding what's important for us in those areas. All that's done is made everybody afraid to give their opinion, to try and, 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 and politely battle each other in the realm of ideas, to actually discuss the, the validity of ideas, to have hard conversations that need to be made in a free country. That's all that's done for us. Get out and talk to somebody. 
You can be respectful. You can disagree and still be just fine talking with folks about politics and religion. That's why it's important to know why you think what you think. You can get out and vote. Take a stand on something. Do something. I'll help you. That's part of what I'm here for. I dare say that many of you have friends that will help you as well. But we have to decide that enough is enough and we have to do something about it. Our country is collapsing. What are we going to do about it? Are we just going to sit by and say, well, that's the way things are? Or are we going to do the best we can and leave the rest in God's hands? He does rule in the affairs of men, but at the same time, we are judged based off of our actions. In John, I believe it's John 12, 48, if I remember correctly. Jesus said that for every idle word that men may speak, they will give an account of it on the day of judgment. You could say, well, I can't do anything. I can't make a difference. Well, God rules in the affairs of men, and I say, amen, brother. He does, but he expects us to get out and do our best. He expects us to, to live our lives according to his truth, And to make a difference. Might be small, might be big, that doesn't matter. We have to get out and do what we can. That's how we are designed as humans. We are individuals serving a greater purpose. And every decision comes from when we get that purpose messed up. When we choose not to follow that purpose, we choose to follow the wrong purpose, follow ourselves, whatever the case might be. But we have to get out. We have to decide enough's enough, and we have to do something about it. We cannot be lazy. We cannot be content. We have to work. No, that's not nice to hear. I know it's not inconvenient, but we have to work. We have to do something. Friends, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing here today. I finally, after far too long, decided to get up off my rear end to quit complaining and whispers to friends in private places, to quit thinking to myself, man, I need to do something. I really need to make a podcast. I've got a speaking ability. I, I, I could do that. I need to do I finally decided to do something. And now that I'm in the middle of it, I can see how much opportunity I wasted by making excuses. I, I'm just as guilty of it as anybody, but we have to get off our rear ends and do something. I want to help you do something. Not everyone can do the same thing. Not everyone should do the same thing. Not everybody should start their own podcast. Give me some competition. <laughs> but the thing is, whatever people can do, that's what they need to do. We each have our own talents and abilities. We each have our own roles to fill. That's fine. But determine to do what you can. One thing you can do, if you're of a mind to, if you think more people need to hear this message, you can help me out. This is just... You know, I, we've been doing this podcast. You could you could try and get it out there. Maybe you can't do all the speaking yourself. Point them to somebody that can. That is making a difference. The more support I get, the better equipped I am to do what I'm doing with the Kentuckian here today. Now, of course, you can share this podcast. You can tell your friends, so on. We talk about that at the end of every, every episode. I have a Patreon that's linked in the description if you'd like to help me in that way. But... In, vain, in the same vein of what we've been talking and actually being finding ways to make a difference in helping me out to help others. 
you making a difference that way, if that's the way you decide to do it. I hope it is. I'm happy to announce that the Kentuckian has a new Facebook page and a new Instagram page. I've commissioned a new logo for the Kentuckian as well. It may not show up on the podcast immediately, but I have a new logo. It is on the social media pages, so you all can check that out there. I'm hoping that that these uh, social media options will make it easier for you all to interact with me and I with you. Uh, I would love to do that more, to get more feedback from you all and to communicate with you more. But I also hope that this makes it easier to share this podcast with others. It allows me to broaden what I can do in getting information to you and 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 so on. I can do live events. I can you know just make posts or, or copy uh, news articles, whatever the case might be, right? I hope that it does help you, dear listeners. Uh, I think it'll help me. So please head over there, like, follow those pages. Um, I'm hoping the links will be in the description of this episode. If not, I'll still have the, the names and everything so you all can get there. But remember that there is so much you can do to make a difference. This is I've been doing this for six months. It's it's I've enjoyed it. I really have enjoyed it. Um, it's meant a lot to me. Um, I'm glad. Like I said, I, I finally decided I'm going to get out and do something. I'm gonna, I'm going to finally kick it into gear and start making a difference. We all can do that same thing. Again, if it's just sharing this podcast or starting a, starting a podcast like me or running for a public office, you can make a difference, whatever it is that you can do, but you have to get out and do it. You have to determine, I'm not going to live like this anymore. I'm not going to sit back and let everything crumble around me. And remember, friends, I would remind you that all of us have to give an account one day of the things that we've done. And none of us are perfect. None of us. Nobody. The only perfect person that's ever lived was Jesus Christ. But we got to try. We got to get out and do something. I, I honestly believe that you can make a difference. I hope that you do as well. I, I want you to believe that you can make a difference, and I want you to do something about it. Remember, this is how change, big change, actually happens. Regular people doing what they can. So I have the new pages I have on Facebook and Instagram. You can find the Kentuckian on there now. You can communicate with me more. I can communicate with you better, I hope. Hope you'll go over and like those, follow those, whatever you would do for each one. Um, I may start social media accounts on some less uh, hostile platforms. But we're sticking with Facebook and Instagram as a starting point. Can't do everything at once. Our time is, is so short for each episode. I can never cov cover everything I would like to. I, I know I've addressed that some before. I can only go into so much detail. I can only cover so many things. So I hope that you stick with me on this adventure. We are making a difference. We really are. And we're making it one step at a time. We're still small at the Kentuckian, but we're growing. And with your help, we'll grow even more. I really cannot express my gratitude for your support. I hope that I'm able to earn more of it. And remember, folks, as long as you and I are doing the right thing, we will make a difference in this old world. The Kentuckian, trying to make a difference one person at a time.